Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Citizens of Perfectville, Dolph fans everywhere, you love sports. Not just the Dolphins, not just the NFL, but all sports. And the month of June is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action. And Bet Online is where you can find it. From basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50%. So before the next tip off, face off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. In a world that's perfect lies a perfect little town where one team stands alone. But now, something's stirring that will change this place forever. Perfect. Welcome to Perfectville, your first place podcast for your Miami Dolphins, part of the Believe Network, streaming on Sirius XM. I am Sam Marku, and he is the two-time, yes, two-time Hall of Famer. Of course, I'm talking about none other than the good doctor himself, Dr. Christopher Cullen. Doctor, how in the hell are you, my friend? Well, it's basically my Friday, Sam. Um, I work from home tomorrow. We switched back to the office a couple of days. So um, I'm doing amazing. Uh, and then I get to host a podcast, so that's even more fun. And it's right before a big thunderstorm, and I'm watching Thor tomorrow. It's like everything's just making sense. The lightning, like I feel the lightning, ride the lightning. Uh, you can ride the lightning. You can feel the electricity in the air, and I think that's probably because you are doing a podcast, your first place podcast, along with myself. I'm doing okay. You didn't ask, but I will share anyways. Sorry, I, that's okay. I'm, you know what? I'm glad you asked, Chris. I, uh, I'm doing okay. I've had better days. I've certainly had worse days. I, uh, well, let's start with the, the good. The good is I did my very first cameo. If you guys are familiar with cameo, it's where celebrities can actually be hired uh, to make little fun uh, you know, videos for people for their birthdays or congratulations or a happy retirement or whatever the case may be. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, you can get former sports players, uh, you know, uh, musicians, professional wrestlers, all these people, comedians. Of course, I did my first cameo and uh, I did it from the toilet, Chris. So see this. <laughs> That was pretty fun. And I showed, you, I, sh- I showed the person. Where day at, 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 at that moment? Well, the messed up part about this whole thing is like, I thought it'd be funny to do it from the toilet, right? Like that's the, that's the humor in doing this special appearance, um, except I wasn't actually using the toilet, but yet I somehow, because of probably muscle memory and almost 40 years of using the toilet this way, still pulled my pants down uh, and sat on the toilet like a normal person. And then when I was done, I flushed, even though there was nothing to flush. So old habits die hard, I guess. Yeah, well, at least you pulled your pants down. I've done that at work where I'm just like, I need a break. And you go into the bathroom and you're like, I need 15. And you sit like on the seat, uh, pants up still, because like, I'm not really going. And your body like goes, I think you got to go. And you start like tooting and you're like, I'm in slacks. Like I need Mm -hmm. to get back back to business. So your body just is protecting you and your toilet humor and your uh, your pants protecting your pants, which uh, during the show, we're fine because we never wear pants. As That's right. As uh, as longtime listeners know, we uh, we banned pants a long time ago, which speaking of banned is is why I'm just okay and not great, because the cameo was good news. The bad news, Chris, I just got word. I put it on Twitter. Uh, I've been banned from Facebook. (laughs) 
<laughs> you obviously you you mostly I, i'm just assuming you did something grotesquely ridiculous well, well i i would it, definitely ridiculous i i had the audacity chris of uh snapping a photo of my one-year-old son at a restaurant the other day and he had black beans all over his face and he's disgusting because he's a little boy and he had food all over his face so i took a picture because i thought it was a cute moment and i put it on my social media instagram didn't have a problem with it which by the way um owned by facebook nobody said anything twitter had no problem with it other others had no problem with it but facebook um got back to me and said that i have violated their rules on community engagement with my hate speech because i posted the picture of my son with black beans on his face chris and the caption said verbatim in conclusion boys are gross that was what got me banned from facebook this time, it's actually the second time I've been banned, but both times are absolutely ridiculous. This one is flat out like, you know what? Maybe I should just be banned. Maybe I don't need to be on Facebook. If I can't say my own son is gross. They said I denigrated the male race. That's what they said. They said I, I belittled and, and made them feel less than. That's like kind of been their little you know write-up of this. And I'm like, but I'm a boy. I'm a guy. <laughs> I identify as a male because I was born a male and I'm a fucking man. And I'm not allowed to say boys are gross. They're fucking gross. Like, I don't. Whatever. Sam, we just started a show that's nationally syndicated on Sirius XM radio discussing shitting our pants at work and you sitting on the toilet for your very first cameo. That is proof, my friend, that boys and men are gross. And you can ask girls. You can ask anyone. Priests. Popes. Guys are gross. I, that's not hate speech. I'm defending Maddox and you right now. Yeah. As a man, you're fine. He was proud to be gross, number one. Second of all, to your point, this show is brought to you by national sponsors, by the way, streaming on SiriusXM and all podcast platforms across the planet. Uh, shout out to our UK listeners out there, our second largest market outside of the United States. You know, Annual contracts with betonline.ag and auto-approve and all kinds of sponsors that happen throughout the year. Great guests, national guests, Hall of Fame guests in some ways. Uh, yet, boys are gross, and I'm now banned from the largest social media platform on this planet. So, go figure. How, how dare you, Sam? How dare I? And you know what? How dare I not mention the fact that very soon on this very podcast that you are listening to right now, Citizens of Perfect Bill, it will be Chris Cullen, Sam Marku, and a very special guest, Mr. Seth Levitt, the other half of the fish tank. Ladies and gentlemen, we had OJ McDuffie a couple weeks back. Seth Levitt making his return to the Perfectville town of Perfectville. Uh, Chris is making faces because he was not here. Well, he was here, but he was peeing during the OJ McDuffie interview. Yeah, but, can, I, uh, can I talk to Seth this time? Well, I mean, it depends on your bladder, sir, uh, and, and how long you can hang as he drinks a massive gallon of lemonade or whatever that is. Uh, but no, we're going to talk to Seth. Seth is also an amazing guest. He understands. He gets it. He's one of those guys that gets it, right? Everyone wants to talk to OJ McDuffie, and OJ is a fantastic guest and just a great guy. But Seth, Seth is the brainchild of the Fish Tank podcast. He's really good friends with our good friend, Travis Wingfield, Chris. And not only, not only does he talk to probably more players than we do. In fact, I know he does. He's also involved with the JT Foundation, Mr. Jason Taylor himself, Mr. Hall of Fame number 99 for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, good friends with Seth Levitt. So we're going to pick his brain and we're going to see how much he knows about his boss, Chris. I think when your boss is a famous guy like Jason Taylor, you feel like you know him well. We're going to hit him with some trivia. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually I'm sitting here right now, Sam, just kind of to pull back the curtain at Perfect Bill uh, and how we do things so professionally. My phone is sitting on a box 
currently being held up by a uh, gift candle holder that my mom got me. And I have on my 70 inch screen, Jason Taylor's Wikipedia page so I can grill Seth Levitt. And uh, I'm excited to be on, I'm excited to be on finally to actually, you know, host the guest. Uh, it's me. Great. Yeah, you're like the guy that invites people over to your house and they're like, hey, are you here? Like, nah, just go in and enjoy the beer anyways. I'm on vacation. It's kind of awkward for the guests because they're in your house, but uh, you're going to be here. You're going to open the door. He's going to be joining us here in just a second. We've got all kinds of things to talk about when it comes to the Miami Dolphins. Training camp is right around the corner. Uh, Tyreek and Tua have the weirdest romance of all time. I have some takes that I feel like the citizens of Perfectville and Dolphins everywhere just aren't going to... Uh, necessarily agree with, but I know they're right. And uh, we're going to talk about all those and more with Seth Levitt right after these words. Did you know that most people are paying too much on their auto loan? Dave used auto loan to refinance his car, replacing his overpriced loan with a cheaper loan and lowering his monthly payment. Now, since he saved with auto approved, he's sitting behind the third base dugout instead of the bleachers. That's right. AutoApproved connects vehicle owners with the best available rates to refinance their existing car loans with no markups ever and handles the paperwork, yes, even the DMV, making it simple to save thousands and pay less each month. How, you may ask? By instantly accessing the nation's top lenders to uncover great savings. When you refinance with AutoApproved, you get your best rate and more with an advocate that works for you to make sure you get the deal that's right for you. In fact, in 2021, AutoApprove was able to save the customers on average over $150 a month. That's right. That means more money for better seats, better snacks, or that new jersey you deserve. Not only will they save you on your monthly auto payment, but for all of our listeners out there that refinance through AutoApprove, they will send you $100 cash to your mailbox. That's right, $100 cash. So what are you waiting for? Auto loan rates are still historically low. Take your tailgate to the next level when you refinance with AutoApprove. Put more money in your pocket for what matters most. To find out how much you can save and to claim your $100 cashback offer, visit autoapprove.com slash believe. That's autoapprove.com slash B-L-E-A-V. All right, and we are back. Sam Marku, Chris Cullen, and the man of the hour, or at least the half hour. Or 20 minutes, apparently. (laughs) Or 20 minutes. (laughs) He's getting bumped like a good old-fashioned comedy show. Uh, Eating. Uh, He is a professional podcaster and entertainer himself. Mr. Seth Levitt from the fish tank eating dinner. This is, I will give you credit. People might look at this and in a bubble go, wow, that's unprofessional. But here's why it's professional. It is almost eight o'clock where Seth is. He's doing this uh, as a favor to Chris and I to be on the, on the air here today. And he was called about 10 minutes before coming on the air with us to uh, go get dinner for himself and the family. And as a good family man, he did it. And now he's eating his dinner while working. It's a working dinner, ladies and gentlemen, for Seth Levitt. Seth, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I appreciate uh, you accommodating my tardiness, my unprofessionalism, actually trying to make it sound like I'm a good guy here. I forced my way onto your damn show. You did everything you could to have OJ on without me. You did, I saw you did something on Twitter with like this game of thrones thing and you literally took the picture of oj and i and split it right down the middle like you like you folded the picture of me in the back and cut me right out of it but i forced my way onto the show and here i am feeding my face in the middle of it so 
with all of that being said, you guys are very kind to put up with this and, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, let me defend myself and it's not even myself. <laughs> so the Mortal Kombat video game that you're Mortal talking Kombat, about, that's what it, was, yeah. it was not me. I did not do that. That came from one of our listeners named Raced, who is going to listen to this. He's going to Photoshop something of you multiple times over. So I want you to just know this is your po poison that you drank. And Chris right. Cullen and I know that every time we say something, we're like, that's going to be a Photoshop. So Can't wait. that will be raced. He will take care of this race. You're listening right now. You know what to do with Mr. Seth here. I had nothing to do with that. He put that together because of uh, I don't know if you're aware, um, there's this thing that you're a part of on Wednesday nights a lot uh, called Twitter Spaces. Yeah. Um, if you're not a part of the official Dolphins Twitter Space and you're just going to Dolphins Fans Twitter Spaces, um, it's like walking in a minefield. You're not sure. You might get blown up with uh, candy or you might get just blown the fuck up. So uh, there was a massive argument between Dolphins fans and Dolphins creators within a Dolphins space. Uh, the irony was it was a bunch of YouTube Dolphins creators fighting in Twitter spaces. And oh, I walked in and it was like walking in. I, I'm, I'm going to say it. It was like walking in. Uh, to an orgy, mid-orgy with food, going like, I got the, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> we just tiptoe out of this. Uh, so that's where that came from. That was not me. Um, okay. We did have OJ on separate from you, yep. but I, as I talked to you, you just jumped the, you jumped the gun before I could get to you. I wanted to have you on separately because I think you are a fantastic guest and you know this team, oh, you know this fan base, you know everything else. And I'm actually going to go one step further here. You are a good guy, Chris. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you why Seth is a good guy, besides all the other reasons. Seth reached out to me about a week and a half ago, and I was like, do you have any more of those Deuces shirts that you guys are selling as part of the Believe Network? And we do. And not only did he give me that lip service, Chris, he went out and bought one. I did. So, and I researched. You sent me to another listener who uh, JD's been great to, to support the Twitter spaces and the fish tank. And you told me that he would have a good idea as to to the sizing of these shirts because yes. you know I'm a I'm a um, I'm a large I, I I probably should be I'm a tweener you know I should be a large T-shirt but uh, quite honestly this dad bod screams XL and you know we try to hide things with those XL shirts so I can't wait for it to come in I think the shirt is fabulous and uh, yeah I'm looking and it isn't lip lip service the order has been placed well I appreciate Art has that. Been hit. I'm a 2XL guy who identifies as an XL guy. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just the, the extra step on the ladder there. Um, but no, we're, we're happy to have you. What did you get from Chipotle there? What, what, what's on the menu for you? Uh, so this is white rice, black beans, chicken, and then anything else I could put in here. Some mild salsa, some corn. Chris, you're shaking your head. Guacamole cheese. You're not having this, Chris. This is not for you. Seth, I'm so upset. So I'm a South Florida born and raised guy, and I moved to play college football in North Carolina. So I'm away yeah. from all the amazing food that's down in South Florida. I would give anything to have amazing South Florida food, and you go franchise. You go right. Chipotle, and you get black beans and rice and chicken, which is available on every corner in <laughs> Miami and South Florida, and we're going to Chipotle. Like, you really – I mean, I, I – and, and to be honest, just to also come back to it, uh, you weren't the only one not 
a part of that interview with OJ McDuffie. Uh, Sam left me as well. So that's how much I needed in this show. I love it. I love it. Well, hey. we can bond over some, uh, you know, I don't know, Boyle Tropical maybe. If you, want to you, know, you know what? You guys should have an episode of The Fish Tank with just Chris and leave OJ and I off of it. Right, and then right. uh, It'll be like that old like episode. All kinds of, of records. Yeah, it'll be like Wife Swap, right? On ABC, <laughs> it'll just be Host Swap. We'll just do a host. I'll, I'll come in person. I'll go visit the in-laws in Jupiter and just uh, head down whenever you I have it. it. I love it. <laughs> Well, uh, if you guys haven't noticed it, Seth, from The Fish Tank, along with OJ McDuffie, uh, fantastic podcast. I love it. I love interacting with you guys. You guys are great with the fan base, especially on Twitter. Um, I, I do have a question for you, though, Seth, uh, when it comes to this. Your your interactions with the fans are probably different than the ones that I have because of the nature of your show, the nature right. of your co-host, and the nature of, of you know, um, uh, team adjacent with your with your podcast. Um what do you make of the online dolphins fan base and specifically dolphins Twitter? I, I have some concerns <laughs> when it comes to dolphins Twitter. I'm wondering where you, where you stand on this. Well, it, it is a fascinating universe for sure. And I had, um, I kind of, I just had no idea, I, you know, being a, an older guy and, and when I worked for the team, you know, thankfully we didn't have to worry about Twitter. I, I can't imagine being a PR person now and, and having to police that both in your locker room, outside of your locker room, all of the things that, that come with that. Um, and I wasn't a big social media guy to begin with, but, you know, we got into this and I said, all right, well, I, I, I probably need to, to promote the show a little bit. I, I can't just ride OJ's coattails through this sure. whole thing. And, uh, and so I got into, you know, four years ago, started the fish tank and and started to become familiar with dolphins twitter and who's who and where who's got beef with who and what are you know all the different things that happen and the reactions the thing that's most fascinating to me is the way whatever it could be the most innocuous thing that happens uh with the team or a player or some comment that somebody said uh, about the dolphins and it is just like a grenade has been thrown in the middle of these guys and so and gals and and it's um it's a fascinating space but i you know dolphins twitter has been overwhelmingly supportive of our work uh so truly appreciative of that you know there's a few folks that it, it definitely can get carried away uh, sometimes but i just kind of like to sit back and watch and occasionally i'm crazy enough to to dive in no pun intended and 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 mix it up a little bit and maybe stir it up a little bit but it's i understand your concern and i think in some places it's probably really valid uh i think some people are just like that's an alter ego and some people are 24 7 that yeah. person you know whoever that person is on on dolphins twitter i feel like that carries into their everyday lives too and and that in and of itself is probably a reality show in the making i think it's a perfect um comparison to the city of Miami like actually um, South Florida in, in, in itself the melting pot that it is having grown up there in West Palm Beach um, and, and having baseball tournaments in Miami Lakes and Pembroke Pines and working for Levitard show and uh, 560 WQAM and uh, being down there with the different people you're working with different people from all over the planet that's right and it, it's it's a perfect uh, hourglass I guess for our fan base 
is uh, and there's a lot of people that don't live in South Florida, but they just fit in, and that's where the the, the awkwardness comes in and the weirdness. But I just every time I look at our fan base and I see something trending and I see multiple people chiming in with different memes and different jokes and different takes, it's like. Yeah, that's how it is. It's just nonstop crazy down there. And you never know who you're going to run into. You never know who you're going to talk to at the bank or at the at the Publix. Like you're going to run into somebody from somewhere else that has a different opinion about something. Um, and it, it's really cool living here now in Charlotte. It's a it's a it's a big melting pot as well. of People moving from the northeast and from the south. Anytime I'm wearing dolphin stuff or I have it on my truck, or Miami Hurricanes, anything. I run into people and every single person has a different opinion. They hate Tannehill. They hate Tua. They love Tua. They hate Gase. They love Gase. They hate uh, Flores. They think you are screwed. It's just everyone has an opinion and it all comes together on Twitter. And it just, like you said, grenade blows up. It really does. And I think it's a great analogy that you made there. And, and in some ways, in many ways, it's not just South Florida, but an NFL locker room is like that in a sense. Is that, and that was kind of one of the, the most amazing things when I first started working in sports. And you know, Chris, you've been in locker rooms, and, and and is that you get an NFL team, and these guys really are from from all over the you know the the country. And now in Miami, they're from all over the world, but they're from all over the country. And so you bring all of these different personalities uh, and cultures and backgrounds into one space. And in the locker room, everybody's supposed to have a common goal. Ideally, in Dolphins Twitter, there's a common goal, too. I think sometimes that gets a little convoluted. But it, it is fascinating. Um, I enjoy the hell out of it. And uh, it's uh, I, I, I wish sometimes people didn't lose their minds quite the way that they do. But, hell, I don't know what kind of fun it would be if they didn't. You know, what's just fascinating to me is that like, I, I, I want to interview each of them individually and just understand what their day-to-day life is. Because if somebody says... Point even the smallest transgression against the team. Now, individual players, then you start seeing factions. But if somebody says something against the team outside of the family, right? The Finns, uh, uh, <laughs> fans and everything else, I immediately see that and go, that person's ending up on Cuck Mountain, which is one of the memes right, right. on Dolphins Twitter, right? I get, oh, that guy's screwed. He's on Cuck Mountain. She's on Cuck Mountain. If they say something nice, I'm like, he's on King Mountain right there next to King Channing and everyone else, as you guys know, Ch- uh, Channing Crowder's the king of everything, uh, all podcasts, all be. everything. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, like, then I feel bad. <laughs> Chris Sims, Chris Sims had the audacity to put to a tongue of Iloa like 18th out of 32 quarterbacks or whatever the ranking was. He was a little bit lower than maybe he should have been, but okay. It's provocative. Chris is supposed to elicit some sort of reaction from people. And since then a year ago, no matter what Chris does, It comes back to Tua and that ranking. He recently put together a tournament. You were talking about yeah. the Mortal Kombat. And ranked him even lower, didn't he? He ranked he ranked um, uh, Mike McDaniel and Tua Tungavailoa as the 32nd seed out of 32 in terms of getting in a street fight. Well, guess what? Guess what? Mike I mean, that's McDonald's. totally intentional. Absolutely. He knows Absolutely. he's he's in on the joke at this point. But, you know, Twitter, Dolphins Twitter, I'm not sure if they fully understand the joke because they're like, the fuck you will. And we have flooded. <laughs> we had more people vote. For, for McDaniel and Tua as the 32nd seed than people who voted for their local senator you know, for their, in, the, in the last election. It's crazy how, sad, but... how they galvanize, you know? <laughs> but, um, you know, one of the things that I've done, because I've joined in, is that no matter, like right now, um, uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they, they, they put out the logo for all the teams and say, first player that comes to mind, when you see this logo. And I have taken it upon myself to just type in Zach Thomas. And, and it I love it. 
And can I tell you that not only have I noticed it, but I screenshot it every time and text Zach. And, so I, <laughs> and he gets the biggest kick out of it. Well, so now that it is reaching him, I don't know what the Hall of Fame is doing with it, but Zach is seeing it. Well, I'll tell you what, you, you, next time you talk to Zach, there's a couple things. First of all, thank you for that. That actually just made my day. I could be banned from Facebook <laughs> 10 more times knowing that Zach Thomas is seeing my tweet doing that. So that yeah. is awesome. Number two, next time you talk to Zach, um, two things. Number one, please let him know that Christopher Cullen, my co-host here, his son is named Zachary Thomas Cullen after the it. great 54. I love it. And uh, number two, if you could get him on the show for us, that would be that would be. Yeah. I, I'm trying to get him back on the fish tank. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll ask him that question if he comes back on our show. I wish I could show this to you, but this is my text to him. And it, yeah, I said, here's the 49ers. Oh, and here's the Cowboys one <laughs> from Pro Football Network. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, the good thing is other people are chiming in and like I was, that's what I wanted. I wanted other people to start doing this. And then the first time I saw somebody do that, I was like, motherfucker, that's my gimmick. What are you doing? Right. right. I'm going to put you on cuck mountain because I'm going (laughs) to apparently open and I can steal shit. But uh, no, man, we let's go there because you you work for the JT foundation. You obviously uh, um, have done some stuff for the pro football hall of fame. You and I've talked about that Um, out of all the dolphins that are in the hall of fame. And then maybe the ones that aren't, but should be. Is Zach Thomas number one on that list for you? Is he the guy that absolutely should be in the Hall of Fame and just hasn't been there yet? That's a great question. And interestingly enough, um, right, the Hall of Fame, I th- and I don't know when this is going to, to publish, but just tonight they released the 25 whatever semifinalists or what have you in the seniors committee, and both Bob Kuchenberg and Mark Clayton uh, mm. appeared on that list. I don't know if you guys even saw that yet. I haven't yet, no. And Clayton has never uh, reached that height, um, and there was a big push for him this this season, this offseason. Uh, you know, Zach, I mean, the guys that jump out, right, are, are Clayton, Kuchenberg, Zach, and, uh, and Richmond Webb. Richmond, yeah. Um, I, I think that Zach is, without question, uh, a Hall of Fame uh, football player. I think if you look at what he did, when he did it, and who his contemporaries were, and the fact that they're all in and, and were – were first ballot guys that uh, he's paid his dues, he's waited his time. We're starting to see that the the voters or, or selectors, they call them, are recognizing that because he has been a finalist the last couple of years. But um, you, you could make the argument that he is the number one guy that isn't in that should be in Dolphins Nation. I, I also believe that Mark Clayton is right up there. I think it's, it's almost criminal that Mark's not in yet. Zach still has an opportunity, and I have – no doubt in my mind that he'll get there. Um, but for Mark to never have even reached anything other than what he just finally got into this senior committee um, top 25, I, I really think it's criminal when you look at, at the course of his career, the things that he accomplished. You look at the receivers now that played with the great quarterbacks, um, you know, the, the guys who played with Kurt Warner, right, the guys who played with Peyton Manning and how they regarded how did this guy who played with Dan Marino had 85 touchdowns or whatever it might be and uh, led, the, the, led the league in touchdown receptions twice, including setting an all-time record that had to be broken by, oh, Jerry Rice. Um, <laughs> I mean, guy. Think about that, 18 touchdowns. The guy had 18 touchdowns in 1984 where defensive backs could literally, like, jump on your back and, and run your route with you. Um, could just just manhandle you the entire route tree, and he had 18 touchdowns in 1984, and only two other people in the history of the game had 18 touchdowns, and their names are Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. What are we even talking about here? So those would be the two guys, and that is not to diminish 
the validity of Richmond's candidacy or Bob Kuschenberg's candidacy, but those would be the two guys that I would point to. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I, and look, I, I'm one of those guys that says get more people in the Hall of Fame, celebrate the individuals who've made this game so great. I would throw Duper in there too. In fact, I put Clayton and Duper in there together. I think that would be kind of fun, although they they deserve their individual accolades. But if not, then we can get one of those like Siamese busts and have both Clayton and Duper, you know, coming coming out of the neck. <laughs> um, but uh, we, we we mentioned that you work for the uh, the JT Foundation. And uh, and I know I don't know your official title there. I'm sure you can you can uh, figure that out here. But we have a couple more minutes left on the show. A couple more minutes with Seth, and uh, this is where Chris earns his money. This is where he earns that T-shirt paycheck money here, Seth. Uh, you work for the man, Mister Ninety Nine, and you know you must know him very well. I mean, you're just name dropping that you're texting Zach Thomas. You know, all of our heroes growing up. Um, but we're going to challenge that paradigm because I did okay. this with Nolan Carroll a couple of weeks ago. I played the Nolan Carroll game with Nolan Carroll. Uh, he did pretty good, but he did not get five out of five. He didn't know he didn't all get five of out of five, and it was no. questions about himself. Well, well one of the concerned. I don't know what you're going to hit me with. But, one of the uh, questions I hope was I don't uh, fall flat on my face here. One of the questions was name the two other defensive backs to be picked at the same number in the draft that you were. I didn't think that was a fair That's question. A tough question. It is. One of them was a Miami Dolphin actually up until recently. Um, but uh, and that was uh, that was uh, Mr. Bobby uh, McFerrin, not McFerrin. Bobby McFerrin. Bobby McCain. <laughs> don't worry. Don't don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bob so, McCain. Yeah. Are you ready? We've got uh, we've got a few few questions here for you. I, I hope you, you got your you got your game day hat on. Chris I'm Cohen, are you? Hat on, and I'm I'm still you know eating away here. Um, well, so I'm going to go for it and, and hope to not lose my job over this. He's got some brain food. We're going to send this to JT afterwards, only if it's bad. Chris Cohen, hit Seth Levitt with the JT <laughs> trivia game. Let's see how well he knows his boss. Chris Cohen, the floor is yours. Yeah, okay. Seth, I was going to be easy on you uh, until you ate the franchise Chipotle. <laughs> so um, I had to get uh, off of the show, guys. I didn't have any time to stop. <laughs> I will, uh, I will, I will take it easy on you. The first couple. So let this, let's let's do quick here. This is quick. Rattle it off um, oh. for for just this first one, and I'll let you finish the bite. Um, go ahead and if you can name the uh, round Jason Taylor was drafted in. Okay, it's a third round draft pick. It was the second choice the Dolphins made in the third round. So okay. His his overall was. I oh shit. That's a bonus <laughs> question. That's a That's tough bonus. one. That's. <laughs> I, I don't know off the top of my head. That's I'm going to throw an extra bonus. He was the second third-round pick of that year. Uh, who was the first third-round pick? Derek Rogers. Damn it. He knows so that I knew. But the he, positioning – and what's <clears throat> – I'm choking. Uh -oh. <laughs> I feel don't like that was a lie. He's lying. At the same him. time, guys. <laughs> I I've never done an interview recently with the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame and – they had his, you know, they, they had it preserved there. They had his actual card that was turned in to whoever it was turned into, and it had the positioning and rank and everything on there, and and I blew it. So um, I don't know that answer, but hopefully that doesn't count against me with the five. Nope, absolutely no, not. I will right. say this. So I'm this one for one. one. You're, you're one for one. You're good. And actually, you got the bonus of Derek Rogers as well. Uh, just to chime in real quick, you mentioned them blowing the card, you know, blowing, blowing it with the card. The NFL draft this year, uh, you didn't blow the card. <laughs> the NFL draft this year, the, the quarterback that we drafted in the seventh round, uh, they were actually going to pull me on stage to make that call, but I left, to go to the, I left to go to the bathroom and the producer found another Dolphins fan and I come back and he's like, where'd you go? Because I've been there all day for the last day of the draft. I'm like, I had to pee. And he's like, and I look and there was one other Dolphins fan in the seats after him. Like you picked him, didn't he? He's like, we had to. And I'm like, I, 
I, you literally I, pissed away your opportunity. It's what happened. So who was the guy who who went instead of you? Uh, it was he was a like a season ticket holder. Just you know, okay. Just it wasn't I didn't like know who, uh, no, 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 Houts, no. You know, it wasn't no, it wasn't Houts or anybody <laughs> like that. At least I hope it better not have been. Um, but well, anyway, Sam, right. Sam pissed away his opportunity for a draft pick. I pissed away my opportunity to interview OJ McDuffie. So <laughs> that's what we do here in Perfect Bill. Um, so in, baby. Here's question two, Seth. Over under four seven forty at combine for Jason Taylor. Ooh, he was oh man. I just read it the other day too. He was under four seven. No, four six seven. You're right. Yeah, yep, he was under. Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. I I wouldn't have guessed that. He was a fast man, but I didn't think straight line speed was going to be under four. Yeah, seven. and my guess that. is is that when he really gets going, he's probably run. You know, and this is not to to blow smoke uh, up my bosses behind here, but he you know he's a tall, lanky guy. So coming out of his and he wasn't a track guy, so getting out of his stance. Um, at that stage, I wonder if that slowed him down because his straight line speed was actually really impressive. But he certainly learned how to get out of his stance and turn the corner and, and get after a quarterback. Oh, well, look, you ever been to Akron, Ohio? I can run a four, sub four, seven, 40 <laughs> to get out of there as well. So, all right, two for two for Seth Levitt. Chris Cullen, third question. Hit him with it. There's a little bit of an easy one. How many stints did he have with the Miami Dolphins? Three. Right, right. 13 out of 15 years. Uh, he had 11 years. No, wait, 10, then spent 11 in Washington, 12 back here. Am I messing it up? Or was it 9, then 10, then 11, then 12? Then, yeah, I, I got it all mixed up. But yes, it was 13 out of 15 years. Yep, was you got it. I would have got that wrong. I would have I would have sworn it was two because I know he went to uh, the, the, the Washington team and then that New Jersey team that wears green. But I thought right. that was in back to back years. That was so he came back in between. He okay. came back, left, came back again. Well, he was traded to Washington. Sure. Returned to Miami and then they weren't going to re-sign him. And uh, and so uh, Rex Ryan came knocking at his door. That was quite an emotional time for a lot of folks. Went to New York for a year and then had to make a real big decision and wanted to finish his career in Miami for the third time. Well, that, that, that great he, question he to ask. See, there's a secret Easter egg in there, though, because the third question for me to get my third answer correctly and the answer was three. I don't know if Chris did that intentionally, but I appreciate it, buddy. Well, I don't know if you know this, but Chris is a doctor, so he does have a PhD <laughs> in phanology, so he probably planned that, uh, if not retro retroactively. Phanology. So I just listened to a podcast today, a PR podcast, and I know I'm totally blowing format here, uh, blowing everything apparently. But format, um, yes, uh, uh, that uh, the word that let me see if I can find this. It was phanocracy. It was a, this guy wrote a book on phanocracy. And so I don't know, fanology, fanocracy, are those two things uh, under the same discipline? Well, it's I think I think Chris actually got his doctorate in fanology and a minor in uh, fanocracy. Fanocracy, which, okay. Yeah, the great Greek mythologist fanocracy uh, is, <laughs> is, is where that comes from. We're, we're desperately getting out of time here. We got two more questions. You already have a passing grade, by the way. I mean, three out of five, 60%. That's my college GPA yeah, right there. <laughs> I try to exceed that. Let's see if I can finish strong here. All right, Chris, All right. hit him with it. Yep, first year that Jason Taylor made a Pro Bowl. Ooh. Oh, man. That really is terrible. That I, so, would it have been 2,000? Nailed it. Nice job, Seth. All right. Chipotle and, and, for the win. That's and that, it, that, man. Brain food. 
and I and I have to say this uh, the, for the viewers listening at home or in their car or wherever that you're listening to. I guess your listeners, not viewers. You can't see the fact that Seth is not desperately looking on his phone. I am not or clicking anything. He's eating food <laughs> and answering this. So the, this is just him knowing his boss. This is good. You're going to get a raise out of this. I think I, I, I see big things in your future here. As long as I get to show up to work tomorrow, it's really, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, we're all day to day here. This is the NFL, not a college scholarship. All right. We got we got one more question. Let's see if he can make it a clean sweep. He's already won the championship. He's been best of seven, you know, best of five, whatever. He's got four for four. Let's see if he can make it a perfect night. Five for five. Chris, last question. All right. This is a tough one. I saved it for last step. I'm sorry, but uh, I had to with the Chipotle. Uh, Jason Taylor's five, um, five of his f- f- uh, four fumbles, sorry, uh, or fumble returns are four TDs. He shares that NFL record with what linebacker? So five of his first, because he um, currently holds the record, the all-time record for fumble returns for touchdowns. But the person whose record he broke, and I'm assuming could potentially be the answer to this question, is Jesse Tuggle. That was it. Wow. Man, that's what five. we call five for five. Wow. Wow. Look at look that's- at Tony, the Tony Gwynn of podcasting, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> making contact, putting it into the outfield, trotting to first base with a little bit of swag. Flip the bat. Can I flip the bat on that too? Flip my fork. There it is. That was impressive. I would have gotten one of those. I would have gotten the draft. I would have gotten the round that he uh he was. So he gets he gets Chipotle today. He went five for five. He's gonna get a five dollar foot long from Subway tomorrow instead of like a a Cuban. (laughs) That was that (laughs) was getting something real down in my part. Too fun. Too much fun. Well, Well, those uh, were not softballs. Those were some of those were tough. Absolutely tough questions. But you nailed it, man. And uh, you nailed this performance i performance uh, disappearance i appreciate <laughs> i appreciate every time i get to talk to you uh you're a family man just like us i for some reason we're swimming in the same lane and uh, i appreciate your friendship and your partnership in terms of hanging out here on the show uh let everyone know where they can find you everything you got going on any uh anything going on with the jt foundation that you want to promote uh, before we get out of here yeah I, i'll be quick with it but very excited you know for 18 years and it's crazy to me that it's been 18 years but for 18 years our focus has not been sports jason had a couple football camps that we did with uh with a great group at pro camps but our focus has been education empowerment we have this huge poetry program that nobody would ever have guessed that we would have gotten into but we're we have launched a new program and it's our careers in sports network we hired Troy Drayton, the former Dolphins yep. tight end, uh, who was really an uh, important figure in Jason's um, professional career and, and, and a great friend to him and to me. We hired Troy to direct the program, and we realized we're just uniquely positioned to teach young people who are passionate about sports but may not ha- make their future within sports, or even if they do at some point on the field, that's going to end, right? And then what are they going to do? And so we're going to teach them about sports media relations, about social media, sports marketing, game management, sports broadcasting, and have those kids understand that they can make a living in this field that they love. Uh, from an early age, they can start to learn this and not try and figure it out you know, when it's too late. So that's our new program that we're launching. We're really excited about that. A lot of fun things coming up with the fish tank. Um, getting ready to roll into our third season with the Dolphins Podcast Network, uh, our fifth season overall with the tank, which is hard to imagine. For those of us, uh, for those of your listeners who are fans of your show, but don't give a shit about ours. Hopefully they'll come <laughs> over and, and listen, but it's the fish tank on any streaming platform at the fish tank 81 on Twitter. If we want to, I'm not going to use the term you use, but if you want to jump into one of our Twitter spaces or have some fun, they can follow us there. 
And uh, yeah, man, we're just trying to put out some good content. Got some really fun interviews coming up and um, and certainly a great catalog of guys who uh, from years past have been a part of the thing. Well, that's good stuff, man. And when you guys get into that social media part of the that teaching, I hope you'll uh, you'll invite us in as a guest lecturer as to what is an elite tweet and or a delete tweet. I was hoping we were going to have elite or delete, but I think that I'm finishing this thing elite going five for five. That's all Dude, I got to say. You, you are, you, you know, look, we do have the Hall of Fame, the Perfectville Hall of Fame. Uh, Chris is a member. And so far, that's it. I, I haven't made it into my own show's Hall of Fame. Uh, we do have a couple of players as well as Travis Wingfield who will be inducted as well. I think this per, this this appearance might be a Hall of Fame worthy. We will talk about it at the Finzies when we uh, when we we do that next. I'm ready. But, uh, if I can get in there before Wingfield, that would really be fun. Oh, just just to say the word, we'll make we'll make sure that happens. Has he bought that damn shirt? What's I went that? Five and bought a shirt. If Wingfield hasn't bought it, all he did was take your money. That's exactly, that's exactly right. Uh, and with that, I don't have anything else to say. Seth Levitt from the Fish Tank of the JT Foundation. Chris Colin, the two-time, yes, two-time Hall of Famer. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? That was great, Seth. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, Thanks, thank man. you, and thank everyone out there. And on behalf of the entire Believe Network, brought to you by BetOnline.ag and streaming on SiriusXM, the only thing left to say is goodbye from Perfectville. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.